Joining us for the analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene is Makwe Masalela from Makwe Fund Managers. Makwe, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Afternoon to you and to the viewers. All right, Makwe, let's chat about today's market performance. A little bit choppy, but what immediately stands out for me is our resources. Northern up more than 10%, implants are more than 10%. Of course, this is not going to change the price of the PGM basket, but it looks like investors have decided to go in this direction nonetheless. But definitely, and I think after just getting some serious weeping, we've seen that these resources have been struggling, especially the PGM, and we know, as you said, about the pricing, that has been the biggest thing. But now you ask yourself that up until what point, you know, that these things have to struggle. And I think Northam as well, picking up from that upgrade, you know, when it comes to their long-term debt, you know, and also going forward that this looks like a more of a decent company, stuff like that. And the likes of Impala, we know that they've been struggling at some point trying to get the deal done as well but that all being done and dusted we're looking to see them going forward benefiting from this expected economies of scale and but generally we expect as well to china to make sure that they have to do something to stimulate the economy so far we've seen capital being injected into their four big banks so it's another way of trying to stimulate the economy and we know those are the biggest consumers of those kind of minerals I'm keen to get your thoughts on the U.S. Fed minutes uh, that came out yesterday. Of course, uh, initially we had uh, hoped for a more dovish tone. Are we hearing a dovish tone at all here? Yeah, I'm keen uh, to get your thoughts on what market participants are contending with from that information. I think it's a question of we seeing people then being more divided about the future interest rate hikes. The dovishness that we're getting is the latest comments that we're getting from the Fed speakers. And I think, I don't know what is it called in psychology, but markets tend to go with that because that's what they want mm. to see that interest rates no longer going up. Hence, markets are leaning to that. And we see markets, as you said, you know, into that the positive momentum is continuing. But yes, Yesterday, we saw that they had that they higher than expected PPI. So today, markets will be expecting to see what CPI tells them about the future interest rate hikes. What we did here also was out in Marrakesh at the IMF and World Bank meetings is our own governor, Alessa Jachanyaho, affirming that South Africa is certainly on a, a you know, higher for longer trajectory. Keen to get your thoughts on that as well, what it means for South Africa and even from business and individuals, Michael. We've seen resilience, but at some point uh, it looks like some of this resilience is starting to wane um, and really starting to cause a strain for uh, everybody, like I said, businesses and uh, individuals as well. You know, we agree with him, but the thing and is a harsh reality. It will depend on the de facto leader when it comes to setting global interest rates. Should this current tension in the Middle East do something funny when it comes to oil prices? Then that's another story. Should really what we've had that this long-term interest rates might be a substitute of the U.S. not to have to increase interest rates, most probably will follow suit. So the point here is we can at least try to confirm that that we cannot expect to see interest rates going down anytime soon unless if this global crisis tells the central bankers that uh -uh, do something to try to stimulate your economies but as it is because inflation is still at elevated levels we agree with them and even the likes of imf have just said that as well in the world bank but that can change depending what happens with the global economies I'm also keen to get your thoughts on the U.S. PPI up 0.5%. It's not a lot, Margaret, but for instance, what we know in the United States is there's been a bit of a labor unrest, lots of strike action, uh, people demanding, uh, you know, pay. I'm wondering if that has fed into PPI and 
causing a stickiness uh, here that doesn't warrant any dovish behavior uh, from the U.S. Fed and as a result having a ripple effect on emerging markets like South Africa. You know, we need to understand something that PPI is more or less an indication of what's going to be happening to CPI because those are the producers and if they continue to increase their prices, they will pass that over to the retailers, then over to consumers. And as it stands now, uh, we expect that that PPI, as much it was because of those labor unrest, stuff like that, it will continue to show when it comes to the CPI, when it gets to be released today. The problem here is, will that just be a temporary thing or not? Most probably it's not, given that oil prices have not been doing justice to the global economies. Also, can you get your thoughts on the UK GDP coming in? Uh, it's within expectations, but it's still 0.2%. Uh, you know, in South Africa, we don't rejoice. And I'm wondering if the UK, uh, they may rejoice over 0.2%. But if you look into the long-term trend, it continues to show that the economy is still slowing down. And this is just a month-on-month kind of a thing. But generally, and I think that's what we need to be concentrated at, that long-term, the overall picture, it shows that the UK economy continues to struggle. And most probably, it's going to be happening for the longest time, given that they've got one of the highest inflation compared to their G7 partners. Let's talk about Karoo now. They've come up with a set of numbers. Everything up beat Amakwe, uh, really. A higher subscribers, a higher revenues, a higher profits. Can you get your thoughts on this company uh, and how they're managing to weather the storm? Is it defensive uh, because people want to make sure that they can track their cars if they need to? You know, the guys, number one, they operate in the environment where that environment is growing and also the market which is still underpenetrated, that works for them. There's also good demand when it comes to their services. And the beauty is that the customers that are talking about is from diverse industries, which give them a nice cushion as well. And yes, we think going forward, this is one of those companies that one can expect them to continue to print money, looking to their revenue up almost 17% their gross profit up 18%, but their profits as headline in special up only 9%. But the problem with this stock, as much as they can come with good numbers, is the liquidity issue. It's not easy to get in or get out of that particular stock. Very interesting, Makwe. I'm keen to get your stock pick. But before we do that, uh, let's maybe reflect on counters that have found favor with your industry peers. I chose um, Anheuser-Busch, um, so JC listed, um, deal listed. Um, I mean, the shares have been weak for various reasons for quite a number of years. More recently, it um, was due to an ill-planned marketing campaign in the U.S. Um, that's resulted in volumes being down significantly. But actually, the, the business is still in good health. It's quite diversified, and we think they'll benefit from the geographic um, diversification um, oh, wow. going forward. A company that I've liked very much is a company called Next Era Energy. It's one of the few um, utilities that that is clean. And uh, so it's come under a bit of pressure because of higher interest rates, like all utilities and that. And it's been knocked recently on that. I just, it's one of the businesses that, that I would buy at these levels. Still very profitable, very good dividends, but hurt by squeeze margins because of uh, in a high interest rates. Going for APSO forward dividend yield of almost 9%, we'll still make decent earnings. It looks quite cheap. All right, Mark, we have those counters, ABN, Bev, APSA, and a company called Next Era Energy. Keen to get your thoughts on some of those counters.
I agree with ABNPF given their exposure and, and to the emerging markets, and we know that what is the right or the wrong thing to do, people will continue to drink for whatever reasons, and they still look very decent and very competitive. And APSA, I mean, who else can give you a forward dividend of 9%? The problem there is what will happen with interest rates, as you said, in our intro about the governor, that our interest rates will stay higher for longer, so that at some point is going to start chowing into the consumers, but I think they've got a decent buffer. The problem now with the energy stock is that they tend to run very hard, and and then at some point they get it to flatten out and i don't see much of an uptick you know from where they are i think you can just maybe try to buy that from the dividend point of view mm-hmm. as they indicated that it's called it's a better dividend payer can you get the counter that you're backing today Makwe, what's your stock pick i'll go with first rent and interest rates considered but the guys they've got a very distant balance sheet you look into their non-performing loans last sitting under just four percent you look at the dividend yield of just around six percent and their pe of just around ten percent or so i think is well balanced with well-known products so i think it's one of the banks that we can expect to be able to do well even given the tough economic conditions thank you so much for your time up always a pleasure catching up with you that was your midday markets update with makwe masilela from makwe fund managers